tingling ringing in my head. I woke up dog tired, beat down, half dead. Trying to recover from another wild weekend. Chugging down coffee while I should have been sleeping. Well, it sure is Monday, hitting it now. I gotta get myself through the week somehow. I had a ball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But it's all over now, and it sure isn't Monday. Oh, I got to the job site at a quarter past nine And somehow I stayed awake till lunchtime And then I caught a little nap stretched out in my truck bed My feet still twitching to the music in my head Well it sure is Monday, ain't it the truth? I party too hard and now I'm paying my dues had a ball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday But it's all over now and it's sure it's Monday Pleasured myself to the image of Mrs. Buttersworth. She got me there like I was on the express A train. Bing, bang, boom. Talk about a river of ejaculate. A volume I had never seen in my life. Now I know what the villages of Pompeii felt like. Where they were rained down on hot lava. I was... I rained down on those villagers with frothy ejaculate. Oh, that's the way to start a Monday. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I'm kind of in a good mood on a Monday. I'm kind of up, looking looking forward to the week, looking forward to everything. Had a great weekend. Braddy Kid's birthday was this weekend. We ate pizza that had way too much sauce on it, but it was still good. Uh, got a couple wrestling updates for you here in just a second. I, I mean, I mean things, are, things aren't bad. By the way, by the way, uh... 
real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. If anybody said 44 shootings and four fatalities in Chicago, please go to the pay window and collect. 44 shootings, four fatalities. In a city where the mayor says the crime rates are are dropping. 44 shootings, four fatalities. Oh, Chicago. It's lovely to die there this time of year. Uh, Good morning's going out there. First one here is Hangtown Jen. She says, good morning, ass. Happy Monday from Virginia. Can I just say this state is so fucking lovely? I'm exhausted from looking at homes, but 100% love the decision to move here. Well, that's awesome. That is all. You didn't get a house yet? I thought you got a house, too. You're looking for houses? Well, that's awesome. I mean, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're in Virginia. I'm glad you're happy there. And maybe you can find a dirty Rick. Spanking your tuna can dick with a vacuum hose until you jizz on your cousin's daybed during your first sleepover. There you go. A dirty Rick. Uh, let's see. Uh, 303 says, hi, Jen. Straight Fire says, glad you're happy with your choice, Jen. Hope you don't change your mind, though. What's up, ass? How you doing, Straight Fire? Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, ass family. It's going to be a scorcher this week. Stay hydrated. Yes, I will stay inside. That's how you beat the heat. You stay inside. Swoosh says, morning, ass. Last Friday, they got me. Wasp stung my ear. Oh, those sons of bitches. Was it a murder wasp or, 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 or what are they calling them now? The, the really, really bad wasps? They're not murder wasps, but murder hornets. Stupid. Uh, Let me just say, those fuckers are evil, but I got them back with the spray. Happy Monday. All right, good for you. Fantastic. Kill them bastards. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Oh, my lucky stars. It's the one and the only bratty kid in the house. Ever plow a field to plant the quinoa or sorghum or whatever Hell it is you eat. You kill everything on the ground and under it. You kill every snake, every frog, every mouse, mole, vole, worm, quail. You kill them all. So I guess the only real question is, how cute does an animal have to be before you care if it dies to feed you? There you go, Brad. Braddy brings up a great point there. I mean, good morning. I hope you have a spectacular day today. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Jen says, whoops, look who signed a bit early and then got busy looking at houses. Yeah. Uh, first Monday with a new, uh, newly 20th time retired Ric Flair. I will talk about it in just a minute. Darn it, I had 50 and 5. So close. Maybe next weekend. Uh, Arnie Chicago has been successful in enacting tough gun laws to, to stop shooting. Yeah, it's only one of the toughest counties in America to own a gun. Andrew, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Arises in the house. I'll be listening on my drive to the great state this morning. Fantastico. Kevin, good morning to you, Kevin Johnson. I haven't seen that name in here. Oh, welcome in. V Coop says, Jen, there's five to six houses for sale in my town if you don't mind a 30-minute drive to Suffolk. Well, that'll be the name of my hotel room for now, Dirty Rick. I've looked at 15, have three more to see and choose. So far, it's down to two I love, so we're getting close. Well, good. Good. And if you need to get, well, well, I don't know. 
this weekend, the, the, the lotto was hit. Right? It's over a billion dollars. It was like 1.2 something billion dollars. The store that sold it is going to get like $500,000 for just selling it. That's pretty awesome. Nobody's come forward, so I don't know, but it, they know what store it was at, and I think it's just one person. But I, I, and I think he's a cousin of mine. Yeah, I, I remember this cousin of mine was saying he was going to be playing a. Uh, 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 the 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 Powerball thing, the Mega Millions, uh, in uh, De, De Plains, Illinois. So yeah, so I I, I got to get in touch with this winner because we're related, and and he owes me for that thing I did as a kid. So there you go. By the way, I still fucking hate the lottery. You you know what? This what I got to say. I hate the lottery so much, and it's because of the people at the grocery stores. Or not grocery, but convenience stores. Man, oh man, there is nothing, and I mean nothing worse than getting stuck behind a lotto player. Uh, let me rescind that real quick, or, or amend that, I should say. There's nothing worse than getting stuck behind an elderly lotto player. Good Christ almighty. Someone from Oklahoma won the one million drawing after the big one. We never get the big ones here, LOL. Well, somebody got a million dollars. They can buy the entire panhandle of Oklahoma. And have money left over for a house. Uh, but I there's no you get stuck behind them and they have to tell the clerk who's not from America their life story. The clerk has no idea what this old imperialistic white person is talking about. And then the line just keeps getting longer and longer behind them. Two things. If I was president, two things I would abolish right now. First two things. Playing lottery at convenience stores. You're going to get your own separate line. Convenience stores have to open up a whole separate line. That's lotto only. Okay? And the lotto has to pay for it. Here's the other thing. Oh, I had it. Oh, I had it, and I, I just lost it. Oh, no. Something to do with kids, I think. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I would immediately, immediately go to the CEO of McDonald's and tell him you need to stop coffee service in the drive-thru. If people want coffee from McDonald's, they got to go inside. The drive-thru is for food. Drinks only, go inside. And by the way, why are you buying a drink there? Because it costs a dollar. You're getting like 50 cents worth, by the way. Oh, there's nothing worse than you're sitting behind these people and fucking drive through. And you're like, Jesus Christ, how much did they order? And they get one coffee sent out to them. One coffee? Oh, that is the worst. Really? Because we're expecting... We're, we're expecting some new-to-this-country employees at McDonald's to really get your, you know, mocha frappuccino latte venti all together. Really? You, 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 you think that the, the, the Mexican chick that just got here that don't know English, she can make that for you? Really? Illinois is probably shot in Chicago over the weekend. Probably. Uh, all right. 
Let's talk about wrestling this weekend. Well, well, I, I'll start with uh, SummerSlam. Start with SummerSlam. I, I had high hopes for this pay-per-view event because Vince McMahon was not there. Triple H is running things now. There's all kind of talk that, that Stephanie and Triple H are the ones who turned in Vince McMahon. Wouldn't that be a great story? That'd be a great wrestling story for a wrestling company. The kids just fucking hoodwinked him. Uh, I, but I, I don't think that happened. I, I, I think it was the accounting department. They were like, wait, where did this $14 million go? Vince? Uh, Vince is paying for ass again. Uh, so uh, let, let, let me, I, I, I saw about half of it. I didn't see the Logan Paul match. I got to see it later on. Logan Paul, I got to give credit where credit's due. Logan Paul's doing a good job in wrestling for now. I'll give you an attaboy. As a, as a lifelong wrestling fan, uh, it's what Vince did to his dad, so karma. Yeah, kind of, maybe. I know he bought it out from under his father, but Logan Paul match, not shabby. Uh, don't care the edge is back. I believe it. Timing was too coincidental. Besides, Triple Ab's theme always said it was about the game and how you are to play it. It could be. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it would be great. I think they saw it as a way to save wrestling. But I guess this pay-per-view was too fast for it to happen. Um. Uh, don't care about the women's titles. I, I, I really don't give a shit. I, I guess Liv Morgan beat Ronda Rousey again and whatever. Don't care. The Usos are still tag team champions. They're just garbage. And in the main event, it was it was the last man standing match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Okay, the same match minus the last man standing as the headliner at WrestleMania. The match was good, going back and forth. Those two put on those two can put on a great match. I, I, I'm not going to give them any shit for that. Uh, I think this was the grand departure of Brock Lesnar for a while from the WWE, I think, uh, because he was such a loyal Vince guy. And then... The match, look, so it came, Brock Lesnar has become this new character. He's a fan favorite. Comes out in a black straw cowboy hat. He's fucking high-fiving fans. He's doing all this. And he comes out at SummerSlam in a big old red tractor. Uh, change won't ha- uh, be all of a sudden. They're slowly changing things. Yeah, and that proved this weekend because they had this tractor out there, and then one point in the match, he loaded Roman Reigns in the, the, the front hull of it and lifted it up and then dumped him in the ring. And if he would have dumped him from way high up, then that would have been kind of cool, but he did it. He lowered it and only left him. It was like a body slam, barely. And then he used the tractor to pick up the ring. And Roman Reigns goes tumbling out the other side. And, of course, then, you know, it's a, it's a, and I hate, this is this shit I hate, is that when you can, when you know what's going to happen. 
that the Usos are going to run out. Paul Heyman took a fucking F5 off the announce table. That was cool. But then Roman Reigns won again. I mean, and, and, and I mean, they beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. He kept getting back up. So finally, it was like four on one, and they buried him under this broken table. And Reigns went, well, first of all, if as soon as they touch him when he's down, they have to restart the count. But they didn't do that. And that was a, a, a perfect symbolism moment right there that they had buried Brock Lesnar. I don't know if Brock's coming back because he was very loyal to Vince. Uh, with all that crap happening in there, I was like, this, this is terrible. This was one of those matches that you look at and you go, okay, if he can't be beat now, then he can never be beat. So I, I got to say they jumped the shark there. Oh, imagine paying thousands of dollars in the ring and being picked up and blocking your view for the whole match. Oh, yeah. Suplex, suplex, Superman punch, spear, spear. I call the match four match. He should have pinned Roman under the dump part of the tractor. Yeah, I think he should have if they're going to use it. But you're right. This was, this was kind of a Vince ending. And I was hoping more. I hope they bring the blood back. Because AEW is doing a great job of fucking bleeding on their matches. By the way, Friday night, AEW has got to go. Either, they, either that's got to go or they got to make it better. Because that is the redheaded stepchild. Wednesday night, they had great matches on, and then Friday was just Big Turd City. Now, speaking of Big Turd City, that is the, uh, that is the nickname of Nashville, the biggest turd in America. And that is where, good morning, Sassy Pammy. That is where last night it happened. The final match of Ric Flair. Oh, by the way, I have something new now to go with these. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you. You've heard that one, right? And then you've heard this one. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! Yep, a big yeah. bag of shit. Heard that one. Now, every once in a while, I'll play this one because I have to be the bad guy. You need people like me so you can yeah. point your fucking fingers and yeah. say, that's the bad guy. That is me. That is me. But now we have a brand new one. And I am prouder than a peacock of this one because this is from the enforcer, Double A, Arn Anderson. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Toot, toot. Now, I'm just playing that because it's brand new to the machine. I, I, I don't have an I told you so yet. I will, though. I promise you I will this morning. Um, Ric Flair. Uh, I did not get it on pay-per-view. Uh, I was on TikTok, and somebody was showing it on their live stream, so I watched it there for free. And I even think free was too much to spend on this. Good morning, Cowboys girl. Um, they had a sellout crowd, 9,000 people at this fairground arena. Uh, in the main event, they had a bunch of matches. Uh, the Briscoe brothers took on the Von Ericks. I didn't get to see hardly. I saw like 10 seconds of it. It was the final 10 seconds. And it looks like the Von Ericks were quite unmatched or overmatched, I should say. The Briscoes won. But then the main event of 
Jay Lethal and Double J Jeff Jarrett against Ric Flair and his son-in-law, uh, El Adonde or whatever. Oh, Ric Flair came out. He walked even slower than he usually does. He had the big gold belt under his brand new white and purple robe. And then Ric Flair did something last night that I've never seen Ric Flair do. He wrestled with his shirt on. You know, like like the dads that are fat that go to the pool and they, they go in the pool with the T-shirt on? We know you're fat. I don't wear a T-shirt when I go to pools. Hell, I know I'm fat. Ric Flair's wrestling in this shirt, and he's got sequins on the back. It says Ric Flair, like anybody wouldn't know it was him. <laughs> Your out says, good morning, y'all. Did my dual di- due diligence and rode the bus in this morning. Yeah, sorry, UNR. I ain't doing that again. <laughs> Cowboys Girl Sigh, I survived my camping just outside of Lassen Volcanic National Park. Slept in a tent real comfy. Special Kale says, hey, I resemble that. I am that remark. Uh, look, I'm the fat guy. As a kid, I would wear a, a shirt to the pool. And well, who am I hiding it from? Nobody. I mean, the shirt gets wet. You can see my gut. So, whatever. So, Ric Flair comes out, and they do this match, and this match is just, it's its not good. Look, I, I, I love the Nature Boy. There, There is no, I, I won't put no one above him as having it all. I mean, he could talk. He lived the life. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin's pretty close, but nobody did it like the Nature Boy. And, of course, he got busted open again last night, and I'm like, God damn, they must have taken him off the blood thinners. Uh, but he, he won with a, uh, a figure four pen of, of Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett got whacked with his own guitar. Ric Flair put him in the figure four, and they pinned him. Now, it could have been a double pin because Ric Flair was laying down, too. But then it was, they shot confetti off, and Ric Flair's crying, and The Undertaker's front row there with Kid Rock and Mick Foley, and that, oh, the night before at SummerSlam, Kid Rock was sitting next to that big old fat chick that makes all the videos, like, you know, like uh, did you eat my last bacon? Okay. You, you know, that, that fat Tammy chick or whatever? And then they made out. That was fucking nasty. Uh, take the shirt off and enjoy a Scooby snack. Double J was the MVP of that match. He really was, boy. Double J sold the shit out of that thing. For only being involved with about a week, I got to give credit to Double J. Double J sold that thing pretty well. Uh, but all in all, it was uh, it, it was just rotten. And I wish I didn't watch it, but I'm glad I did. Please, please, though, Rick, do not come back. <laughs> Taker probably told Rick, this better be your last match or I'll cripple you. Uh, this just coming in. Oh, my gosh. This dropped this morning. Hold on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, right, can I please yeah. have your attention? I've just been handed okay. an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing. All right. And listen. Listen right here. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Hold on. I got to do this. Watch out, Jen. Sorry. A little clogged up this morning. Um, Deshaun Watson, 
The troubled quarterback for the Houston Texans that they traded away after he had 22 women come forward and press charges against him and sue him. Remember, he settled with uh, 21 of them at the time. I I don't know if it's gone up to 22 yet or not. Uh, And then the Browns traded him away. Or I'm sorry, the the Texans traded him away to the, the, the Browns. And the Browns had a starting quarterback. They had Baker Mayfield who they let sit on the bench rotting for at least all summer, and now they sent him to Carolina. So Deshaun Watson is the Cleveland Browns quarterback. They traded to get him, and now he will be suspended for six games for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. And these will be regular season games. Um, uh, He's going to miss. Hold on a second here. Uh, He's going to miss at the Panthers. Ooh, Baker Mayfield might be fucking ready for that game. At home against the Jets, they won't have him. Against the Steelers at home, they won't have him. At the Falcons, gone. Chargers at home, don't have him. Patriots at home, don't have him. I see them possibly, I don't know who their backup is, um, possibly one in five, maybe, maybe two and four, maybe they get the win against the Panthers and Jets, but the rest of those teams, I mean, may, three and three at most, that would be the best they could do, because the Falcons I don't think are that good. Uh, what a farce. The Me Too movement is weak. Jacoby Brissett for six games. Okay, that's their backup is Jacoby Brissett. God damn. I swear it must be the most painful thing in the world to be a Cleveland Browns fan. It has to be. I mean, look, it, it, it's, no, it's no walk in the park for us Cowboy fans lately. I had a fucking Niners fan. I won't mention his name, Warbird. He sent me this meme. It said, you know, since 1993, J-Lo's gotten six rings and the Cowboys are at zero. I'd like to point out, it's been one year longer for all the fucking 49ers. Y'all haven't won a Super Bowl. I remember Kaepernick lost a Super Bowl for you. Uh, they win. A uh, few still got Nick Chubb and <laughs> running back. I cannot wait for football season going to Minnesota, seeing two home games in one week. Can't get here quick enough. That's awesome. Troy away Dak and the Cowboys. Well, I agree. I've been saying that since. Hey, you got two fucking gigantic assets in the Cowboys' backfield that you could build a franchise around in draft picks. You know how many draft picks we could get right now for Dak? One of those games is against Dallas. Oh, my gosh. I still think the Cowboys are good enough to beat Minnesota. They're not. They're not look, Cowboys aren't good enough to win at all. The, the defense is. Oh, I'll tell you that. The, that Cowboys defense this year is going to be solid. Offense? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fucking trade Zeke. 
trade that, get draft picks, draft somebody good. Hell, I would have taken that kid from Alabama that had a good season last year with New England. This weekend going to Truckee playing Wolf Moon. Then home for fantasy draft. All right. All right, good. Uh, f- Wolf Moon's a good golf course. I, I I like that golf course. There's that one par five. I, I, is it number nine? It goes downhill and to the right. I mean, way downhill and to the right. And if you try to take it over them trees, man, you might have a, a chip shot to your par five. I took it over them trees once, and I had like 86 yards in. I made a birdie, which meant I, I missed the eagle really bad, but uh, – at least we had the opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Y'all haven't even sniffed one. I don't want to sniff one if we can't win it. That's the worst, is being that close and it being taken away. I Look, we aren't going to be sniffing it for any time soon. Maybe when Arch Manning uh, graduates from Texas after three national titles and two Heisman trophies, not that I'm putting a lot of weight on him. Maybe somehow the Cowboys will be bad enough to draft Arch Manning, and then we'll have a Manning lead the way. Oh, just wait another four and a half years, baby. Try being a Dodger fan. You won recently. Hell, Cowboys can't even go to a Super Bowl. Try being a Rangers fan and never have won a, a World Series. Been to two, been to back-to-back, and then we fired the vice president. Uh, Is Arch starting in school that long? Uh, See, Arch is a senior this year in high school. So he he won't play this season for Longhorns. He plays next season. So three, yeah, about three years. I mean, we'll give Quinn Evers his due. I mean, I'm excited for Quinn Evers. I'm ready for that season to start. Not ready for the second game of the season against Alabama, though. But we also lost recently, uh, twice recently. I know. I know, and I'd rather not go than than to go and lose it, but you've gone and won it. I think you won it in my stadium, too, didn't you? Yeah, you won it in my fucking stadium. Christ on a crutch. But Deshaun Watson, God damn. Six games, if he does it. Now, here, here's, will he get in trouble in those six games? Will we see a story about massage therapists in the greater Cleveland area saying he grabbed them or he made them grab his wiener? I'm not sure. I, I, the, the, the jury's out on that one. We'll, we'll keep a close watch on it, though. You think they have to tell him every day he leaves the, the, the training facilities? No massages. You get massages here, Deshaun. Nowhere else. Um, I have this, and it, I've got a couple of videos that I'm going to play you today that, that I saw. I got three of them. One's going to come up in the next break, but... This is what it's like dealing with the, and I don't have a story with the trans people yet, but I do have stories about some stories uh, 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 about something going on uh, with Beyonce. But first of all, hear this. Whoa. Wait, why is this not playing? Hold on. 
a temporarily mostly able body. I'm Cody, pronouns E M R Rs or Z Zen Zers, or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z her hers. I am a white transmasculine femme non binary, temporarily mostly able bodied, neurodivergent, obsessive compulsive, chronically ill, culturally Jewish, unitarian universalist, non monogamous, demi low romantic, grey demi bisexual, survivor of acute and complex trauma, millennial, and cat parent in mental health recovery. Does she introduce Why is no, the Biden no, 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 no. administration? I'm Cody, pronouns E M. Oh, stop it. Air airs or Z's and Zers or really any no pronouns. Jesus but Christ. Now, first of all, that that that's what it's like to meet one of these people. And then this is I don't this guy has that documentary. Everybody wants me to say it's not Charlie Kirk, it's somebody else, but this is him on the street. How great is this? Where does a guy get a right to say what a woman is? Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? This is actually a genuine mistake. I am sorry I even came up there. <laughs> you want to tell us what a woman is? Where does a guy get a right to say what a woman is? Oh, how great Women is that? only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? This is actually a genuine mistake. I am sorry I even came up there. Oh, I love that. I love that. When when they get when they get served right to their face, I fucking love it. Matt Walsh, okay. Matt Walsh is a superhero. Somebody, what's the name of his, uh, let me write it down. What's the name of his documentary? I'm going to try to watch that again. Uh, but, oh, God almighty. I think that is so fantastic. <laughs> that person with 15 pronouns should just ironically asphyxiate themselves to death right now. You can shorten that to idiot. Robert Kraft just got a fine. Well, yeah, because that was just one massage parlor. Big Ben got four, and the accuser said the next day I'm having Ben's baby. No charges ever filed, and he gets four. Was that a woman? I, I think it was, but I, I don't want to say because they didn't say it looked like a woman. But this is the kind, this is what it's like to argue with people now. Okay, they, they, they come up with all the stupidest shit in the world. What is a woman? Is that the name of a, of a, his uh, his thing, his documentary, What is a Woman? Okay. Now, this is not about trade. This is just the same bullshit that we have to deal with. Now, I am no fan of this person by any means. I don't care for her music. I understand that she's a cultural phenomenon. And that many people love her music and they think it's great. I, I just don't like her music. And that is one, Beyonce. She is being eviscerated this morning. Beyonce is being slammed by fans and disability charities alike for including ableist slur. I love that, the ableists. Ableist slur in a new song. 
The lyrics go, uh, spazzin' on that ass, spaz on that ass. It's a song with her and Drake. The word can mean to freak out or go crazy in the U.S., but it's widely known as it comes from the word spastic. Yes, like I have a spastic colon. Can I no longer say that? The term is often used as derogatory manner to describe those with disabilities, especially cerebral palsy. Now, can we just do this? Can we just do this here real quick? Nobody, outside of watching the movie Grease, nobody calls us. No, look, look, we were, I, I, I still call them retards. Sorry. Not to their face. I, and, and I think they're exceptional. But they're still retarded. We don't call them spazzes anymore. I mean, do you still call them a spaz? Like, what? When you see them and you're with your friends, what do you call them? I, I'm, I know I'm politically incorrect for still calling them retards or tarts. Window lickers. But a spaz, that doesn't even rank in the top 30 names I'd call them. This comes weeks after Lizzo apologized for using the same word on her track, Girls. It's not a word. You have to have a vowel in there for it to be a word. G-R-R-R-L-S is not a word. Girls. It's a, it's a noise. Girls. And it probably took 17 writers and six producers to make that song. We, meanwhile, Billy Gunn's Ass Man song had one writer and producer. <laughs> Joe Biden approves those lyrics. He asked for people in wheelchairs to stand up for Chuck. I mean, yeah, I, we, we do have a president that will do that kind of stuff. I mean, he is he is not by any main, <laughs> any way good. Where Where is it? Oh, I. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. We're going to put you all back in chains. Mr. President, what's your message to Democrats who don't want you to run again? Read the polls, Jack. You guys are all the same. Read the polls, Jack. I promise you, the president has a big stick. I like telling wifey to stop spazzing out. Goes over fine. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Hey, wifey, stop spazzing out. Spazz, really? Now, and I'm sure that she's going to go and change it. uh, Because Fat Lizzo changed it. Uh, let's see. The term is often used. No, it's not often used by those people. I'm just... You, you, it's just pathetic. It's just sad that this is how these organizations have to get their mentions now as they attack pretty much everything that's said now. By the way, by it, I think the last time we used spaz for people that were, like, freaking out, going crazy, like crying, throwing a fit. That's what spazzing out was to us. Look at that spaz. I mean, we, we've all seen it. It Terrible. So dumb. Uh, you, you know, hey, Beyonce, you, just know you got me behind you, girl. 
on this. I, I, I can't stand your music, but I give you the, the freedom to say spaz in your songs. Bunch of fucking crybabies in this world, I tell you. Uh, Arnie, I wish someone hit by <laughs> with a sledgehammer every time he runs his cock washer. <laughs> Jesus. I, look, man, I, I don't know. It, it, by the way, by the way, anybody notice that there's no Joe Biden around this weekend? Nobody's talking about Joe Biden right now. I mean, not even the, the right-wing websites. That's hard to believe. The man, oh, by the way, by the way, I don't want to, to ruin anything, but um, yeah, he tested positive for COVID again on Friday. Friday afternoon, as soon as the show was over, we're driving, right? And all of a sudden, Brady Kid looks at her phone. And she goes, Biden has COVID. I'm like, well, he had it. She's like, no, he tested positive for it again. So Joe Biden has COVID again, yet this weekend, his mum was the word on him. It was very, very strange. Not that I, I, I don't think that they're possibly hiding anything. I mean, Washington would never do that to us, right? He got COVID again, so he's back in isolation, yeah. Uh, I don't see her changing it. She's married to Hova. She ain't no bitch. <laughs> Hova. I'm I'm gonna be interested to see on this one. I'm gonna say I I let I, I very interested to see if she will back down. I think the first time we were exposed to spaz was the song Valley Girl by Moon. Yeah. Biden needs to stop sniffing kids. Joe got the newly coined rebound case. Yes, this is the new one, the rebound case. We've never heard that before, but now they're calling, oh, yeah, this is a rebound case. Huh? She'll change it and apologize. All right, we'll see. I hope she doesn't. I hope she starts, stands up for some artist rights and artist fucking Feelings, they're the writers of this, for God's sakes. By the way, we do have celebrity-ass deathmatch today. The lowest moments in sports. Got a bunch of, and I know, I I guarantee you I've left a bunch off. But we have 16, and we will play celebrity-ass deathmatch. The not-so-greatest sports moments in history. Apparently taking the medication, Plaxivoid, basically causes you to test negative, positive again. It's a thing. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, sad news to report out of the NBA this week, and we had a couple of, uh, of icons this weekend pass away. Bill Russell, Boston Celtic, great, played for 13 years. Now, I want you to think about this. Bill Russell played for 13 years and won 11 championships. By the way, they lost one as well. In his 13 years in the league, he played in 12 championships. He was a black man in Boston at a time when black men in Boston were hunted almost. And a lot of people tend to leave him off the greatest of all time. 
Now, I know that we have had our talks on this show about the greatest basketball players of all time, and I seem to always chime in something with Bill Russell. I would, I would say that Bill Russell, I, I, when it comes to greatest athletes, you have guys like Jim Thorpe. If you don't know about Jim Thorpe, he's from Oklahoma. He was a Native American guy. He won fucking, like, a bunch of gold medals. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He played football, and then the racists got him out of the league and out of the NFL, and it was terrible. But I looked at the, you know, you got guys like Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. Bo Jackson was an amazing player. And it's so sad that his career was shortened due to a terrible hip injury that he got against the Cincinnati Bengals playing at L.A. Coliseum. I remember watching the game. I remember seeing the tackle and how the guy yanked on his hip, and I said, ooh, that doesn't look good. I got to see Bo play baseball in person. He hit a home run. Bo and De- and, and Dion was no slouch. Of- now, Dion has won championships. And he was no slouch in baseball. If the Braves would have won that year, that when he was playing football and baseball at the same time, he would have easily been the National League MVP of that series if they would have won. Arnie, was uh, manager Billy Martin throwing field dirt at an umpire in the 70s count as a low point in sports? No, I, I think I love, I love Billy Martin. Billy Martin was great. Billy Martin or Earl Weaver. Those were two of the last great arguing. Uh, the last great arguing uh, uh, manager was uh, the dude down in uh, Bobby Cox down in Atlanta. He was fantastic. Bo played everything. Bo knows. Yeah. But I can't put those guys in my all-time greats list because they're lacking champion. Dion can be in there because he's got two NFL rings. Because rings is what separates you. And if it's true that rings separate you, then we can never, ever look past Bill Russell. And here's a comment. My dad was a huge Bill Russell fan. I mean, the man was the most valuable player trophy in the finals is named after Bill Russell. So he died this week. I mean, he was old. He was 88. So God bless him. We had another death, though, happen this weekend for all you Star Trek aficionados out there. You guys that fucking beat it to uh, well, Ohura? Ohura? Nichelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura on Star Trek, died at the age of 89. He can be in there because I have his jersey. Yes, yes, you do have Dion's jersey. Don't sell Dion short. He was a tremendous slouch. Hashtag Caddyshack. Thank you for answering that. Oh, I love Billy Martin. I, I love, he was a manager for the Rangers for a while. He came out and fucking yelled and, and, and did all that shit. Billy Martin was awesome. Yes, but uh, Lieutenant Uhura from Star Trek, she also passed away. So live long and prosper for her. Prosper. 
Oh, oh, Britney. Not Spears. This has got to be the dumbest, and I mean the dumbest reason. This is the dumbest thing I've heard in the Britney Griner story so far. Okay. And if you know anything about Britney Griner, you'll 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 realize how funny this is. Um, Britney Griner's trial is going on, and they're asking her questions now. Britney said she's pregnant again. Oh no, not this one. Spears, the good one. She said that she flew to Russia, even though uh, the United States was warning Americans that traveling to Russia was dangerous. And she said, I had to get there because my team needed me. My team needed me. (laughs) Quote, it's the most important part of the season after the break. It's playoffs. The whole season I worked, my team worked hard to get in good position. There was nothing that I was going to change that for me. I didn't want to let my team down. I did know about the do not fly advisory, but like I said, there was nothing that was going to change my mind on coming back and finishing my duties for my team. If you believe that, Boy, come come and see me. I got some wonderful collectibles for you. I have the first hat that Nolan Ryan ever wore. They can be yours for I uh, I don't know six seven thousand hundred thousand dollars. I came back for my team. So you knew when the playoffs were over, right? Yes, or when they were starting, right? Why did you wait so long to pack? If you were packing in such a hurry and you said that you accidentally put in this medicine that's prescribed to you, that you actually use because it's prescribed to you, but you accidentally put it in there. Um, do you just are, are you just a lazy fuck? <laughs> Griner will be a Russian spy if she comes back. Leave her there. Look, I'm just going to say this. And I know I harped on this the other day, and I'm going to continue to harp on this. When we have somebody better over there that's in captivity, let's start talking about trades. Because we have a guy named the Mercenary of Death. The Mercenary of Death. Is who they want. And we're giving a, a a level, I don't even know, level six athlete. Level one is the best. No, stop this madness. Let her do her 10 years there. She'll, hey, she'll still be young if she keeps in shape in prison. I'm sure it may, oh, Do you think they're doing a longest yard with her there? 
Da, Brittany. You know how the Russians love basketball. Well, Russian prison officials love it even more. Dar, da. Not dar, they're not fucking pirates. Da, we want you to lead the, the guards team of girls against other prison guard team with girls. We'll make your time very relaxing. It's the longest yard. Oh, my God. Saturday Night Live, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Somebody needs to make a spoof about this, about Brittany Griner doing the longest yard. It's like Burt Reynolds and fucking Adam Sandler. They put the pro athlete in there to help. So then she she gets a squad of gals together in the... <laughs> there, there's Helga and Helga and Helga. They're sponsored by Borsch Energy Drink. Oh, I can see this playing out. And they have to play uh they have to play all the the the, the guards led by seven foot four, three hundred and thirty pounds, Svetlana Johnson. I don't know how she got that last name. And Brittany plays for her freedom. Mm, we claim to care about Ukraine, yet we're going to give Russia the merchant of death to use against them. Yeah, right? I mean, if I'm the Ukraine, the Ukraine's president's still alive, right? Is that guy still in hiding? He's sitting there going, no, not the merchant of death. No. Hey, hey, do you not see what's going on here? They, they just blew up a hospital, and that was without the merchant of death. Brittany won't have to recruit any sisters, not many of them in Russia. <laughs> I'm going to say something right now, and I am going to immediately, I, I, am, going to, I, I, I am going to hate it. I'm going to regret it. Brittany won't have to recruit any sisters, not too many of them in Russia. But the ones that are in Russia are probably in a Russian prison. <laughs> now, I know, I know that's bad. That's bad. They use the metric system, so it's the longest meter. <laughs> you heard that here first, by the way. That, that's a genius idea. God damn. You can get Leslie Jones to star in that as Brittany Griner. By the way, somebody's in trouble that usually doesn't get in trouble. Do you know who that is? That that this, this person always seems to get away scot free when it comes to anything. This broad right here. Don't know yet. Oh, just wait. You'll know. It's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is in the crosshairs of climate activists. Uh-oh. I mean... Climate activists are raging. 
pop star Taylor Swift after learning that her private jet has taken 170 flights so far this year. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Wow, that's a lot of flights. For somebody that wasn't on tour. Uh, According to research from uh, Yard, a sustainable marketing agency that gathered cutting-edge data on celebrities with worst private jet CO2 emissions, Taylor Swift's jet flew 170 times this year with an average time of 80 minutes. She amassed uh, 22,923 minutes in the air or 15.9 days. Legendary film director Steven Spielberg is sixth on the list with 61 flights. Damn, boy, Taylor put him to shame. 170. Good Lord. Uh, Floyd Mayweather was right behind her and Steven Spielberg. Yes, hello, you're on the air. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. I got to plug this in. Quiet. Okay, now speak. I'm not Bubba. Anyways, um, you better stop this right now. I have to defend my girl. If you read the entire article, you'll see that she went down her plane and it wasn't actually all her. You better apologize to my T-Swift or I will get my little fake cookies on you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Yeah, she rented it out. It's still her plane. It's still 170 flights in one year. That's a lot. Now, look, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. I hope that next year Taylor Swift flies 340 times. I'm so tired of this. So tired of it. I mean, until all, and I mean all, of the wag job environmentalists start treating the world like Greta. How dare you? Hey, but no, no, no. You take a sailboat everywhere you go, right? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I, whatever, hon. You take a sailboat to wherever you got to be. I'm sure there's an engine in there in case the fucking wind dies down. Just saying. We've all seen Tommy Boy. I'm sniffing something. We won't really make the trade but claim to. They'll replace Griner with Juana Man and play it off. <laughs> no, I, I am so not uh, anti-Taylor in this. I don't care. She is super-duper rich, and she deserves everything that she wants to do. She earned that money. She writes the songs. She comes out and plays the songs. Now, I don't like her songs. I don't like what she writes about. Like, she just hammers men that that won't give it up or that she won't give it up to, and they're all about it. Whatever. Like I said, I wanted to fly more. I wanted to be like the fucking Kardashian kid. They flew 26 miles. <laughs> All these people. Oh, my God. She's flying so much. But do, 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 and, and, and let's think about this, too. You remember, remember we had that live from Kamala, and I had the sound bite where she was walking through an airport? You think that Taylor Swift could walk through an airport?
Last time I saw a major celebrity at the airport, I saw Hulk Hogan at the Las Vegas airport. And this is 20-plus years ago. Saw him in an airport. It was super nice. Shook his hand, everything. But he was mobbed by people. people they, look, I saw Steve Harvey at the airport. He didn't want anybody around him. But I said, hey, look, it's Steve Harvey. Sorry, Steve. But yeah, do you expect her to fly? On, on, you think she's going to get on Southwest? You're going to be walking down the aisle, and there's going to be Taylor Swift in the window and two seats open next to her? I don't think that's going to happen. Ogre, buenos dias, my familia. Ugh, my company tech shit the bed so I couldn't work. and had to do fraud training instead. That was a good nap. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here, my friend. And it's a sad day when I have to stand up for Taylor Swift. Oh, but this story. Oh. See, when you, when you get stories like this, uh, minds like mine are like, wait a second, why is this coming out now? Because people aren't so protected of this co- this family anymore, and we're talking about the 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 Windsors, if you will. We're talking about Charles Windsor this time, Prince Charles, if you will. Now I don't know when this happened, but they're making a big deal about it now. Prince Charles accepted a $1.2 million charity donation from Osama Bin Laden's family. The prince decided not to return the money despite multiple advisors advising him to. Um... He accepted the money, was down to the charitable funds trustees. Uh, I want to hammer the prince for this, but here's the thing. Certain times when when people want to give you, this is like, this is like when, 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 Charlie Kirk is giving a speech, or a right-wing person is giving a speech, and skinheads show up. And they're automatically associated with the speaker because they're there, they're in favor of it. Even though the speaker has nothing to do with it. It's like when they ask the president or President Trump, what do you think about Aryans who vote for you? He says he can't, you can't control their votes. And I got to say, maybe the prince turns this down and it's better, but if it's going to help charity, I... Trump took that Saudi LIV money. That might DQ him from running again. I'm interested to see what this whole thing... I... I don't know. This LIV thing... if that causes the world to hate Donald Trump even more, okay. I I don't know. I think he looks at it like this. 
I, I mean, because, look, all, all these things have blood money associated with them. Everywhere you look, there's blood money uh, associated with. And you just have to see. Nobody is saying shit to the NBA. Nobody. And, and, and I understand that there weren't 19 Chinese people flying them planes that, that flew down in September 11th. I understand that. I, and I understand where that's a little deeper there. But if they're going to kick Donald Trump out for that, then I tell you what, what, what the fuck are we doing with this idiot in office right now whose son was paid by Russians all this time? I think they look at it like a business. Somebody wants to give you money, you take it. Rich people, they don't turn down free money usually. But we'll see how it ends. And if it ends up costing them, so, we, so be it. I'm not going to say, hey, that's wrong. I don't think it's wrong, but some people do, and they want to say, that's enough, okay. By the way, nothing will happen to Prince Charles. Just going to let you know, nothing is going to happen to him. Those people have been stealing from their fucking people there in, 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 in Great Britain all this time. There weren't 19 Chinese hijackers on 9-11, but there were two Chinese pilots who tried to kill Indiana Jones. Very, very true. But he had a little Chinese kid there trying to help him. So does that, like, kind of even it out? Personally, I think Donald Trump did this just to be a dick. I think Donald Trump did this because he has a course over in Scotland that a lot of people say is phenomenal and it's great. Not the people that live around there, but... And the... uh, the RNA, the governing body of British Gulf, will not allow the British Open to be played on that course. And everybody says it's a tragedy, it's bullshit. They're holding, and I think this is Donald Trump just going, "Hey, fuck you." Paid by Russians and Chinese. I thought Russia was bad, or was that just under Trump's watch? That was just under Trump's watch. That Russia was bad. See, Hunter Biden was working with the good people of Russia. Just ask them. Uh, all right, here we go, lazy. It's a Monday, and now we don't have a topic for Friday. We've done soundtracks. We've already done soundtracks. So uh, today's topic. Have you heard about Trump burning his ex-wife on his golf course in New Jersey to avoid tax? No, I haven't seen that story yet. I will look it up, though. Uh, we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch coming up, and it is the um, not necessarily the greatest moment. Well, here, let me let me explain it to you this way. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, boys and girls, 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 it is it time, time for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Not not so So these are going to be like. When I start reading them off, you're going to get it. You're going to understand exactly what we're talking about here. So these are the moments in sports that are the biggest lowlights of all time. Let's get it on. All right, here we go. Here we go. In our first matchup, Ask Family, 
we have an incident that happened in the World Series where Bill Buckner misplayed a ball at first base, let the ball go through. The Mets end up tying the game and then winning the game uh, in, in extra innings to force a game seven where the Mets win the World Series over the Boston Red Sox. Bill Buckner. Or was it the time where Greg Luganis was going off a diving board and hit the back of his head on the board and still won the gold medal. So, Buckner in the World Series, Greg Luganis in the Olympics. Ask family, who you got? Phenomena. 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 the new Notre Dame linebacker who was catfished by a gal and sat up at the national championship? Or will it be Leon Lett? Oh, Leon Lett. We, we could use either one of the, the, the fumble on Thanksgiving where he gave the ball back to the Dolphins or the most important one where he had a touchdown in the Super Bowl and Don Baby fetched him. So will it be the new Notre Dame catfish incident or Leon Let ass family? Who you got? so popular butt fumble when Mark, middle name Dirty Sanchez, ran into his center and ran into his butt and then fumbled the ball? Or will it be the ever so popular tuck rule? You know, where he tucked it, 
and the Raiders ended up not going to the Super Bowl. Butt fumble versus tuck rule ass family. Who you got? ourselves a winner ass family oh my gosh this was not close whatsoever the butt fumble moves on and yes mark dirty sanchez our final matchup in the western regionals we have the time that vikings uh defensive tackle i believe jim marshall picked up a fumble and ran the wrong way Now, was that a bigger, not-so-great moment, or was it Daryl Chocolate Thunder Dawkins, who used to break NBA glass backboards? Jim Marshall, Chocolate Thunder, ass family, who you got? set. We will find out who actually leaps upon the Mount Rushmore right here, ass family. And our first matchup is when Greg Lugana smacked the back of his head on the diving board taking on Leon Lett, who if he would have scored, would have given the Cowboys the greatest victory in Super Bowl history, greatest points, and the most points ever scored, but that didn't happen. Leon Lett versus Greg Luganus ass family. Ah! There we go. Who you got?
a winner. And I, I can't say I disagree with this, but Leon Lett, poor Leon Lett deserves to be on this Mount Rushmore. Uh, good morning, Alicia. How are you? Uh, Brady, happy belated birthday. Was camping, saw the notification at work. Hope you had an awesome weekend. Alicia, you did not get to see the Amanda Nunez fight then? I had a question about that fight. Is Amanda Nunez a dirty fighter? Because she clipped that gal a couple times with elbows and once with a big headbutt, and I was just wondering. But she won the fight. Uh, she dominated the fight, actually. Uh, all right, our fi- final one here to see who gets on the Mount Rushmore. Ask family, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. We have the butt fumble. The Mark, middle name Dirty Sanchez, and the butt fumble taking on Jim Wrongway Marshall for the Vikings. Butt fumble, Jim Marshall. Uh, oh, elbows are legal. Okay, my bad. Uh, then butt fumble, uh, Jim Marshall, ass family. Who you got? to join them in the next segment. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show. And tomorrow we will be doing Lister Mail, brought to you by JS Floors. Cowboys Girl says Nunez is just a badass, that's all. Uh, look, like, I, I ain't taking nothing away from her. It just and I didn't know the elbows, like when they're on the ground, were legal like that. And I know the headbutt was accidental. But when it was all together, because that, that gal she beat up was a bloody fucking mess. She is worse than Ric Flair was, and that's saying something. Uh, so round two coming up next.
757-FANS. Hey, I want to shoot a shout-out to uh, Jay Slater, Slater's Ding-A-Wings, who had a heck of a weekend at the uh, the rib, uh, not the rib cook-off, the, the wing fest in Reno this weekend. If you're ever in Reno and you're driving around and you see Slater's Ding-A-Wing up, you have to stop. You have to stop. And you got to get his wings. If he has his pork things out, his pork wings out, you got to try them too. If he's feeling frisky and he doesn't feel frisky very often, ask his fiance of what fifty-eight years. I mean, they've been they've been fianced together now forever. Marry her, Jay. Come on, get him to make his egg rolls. His egg rolls. Look, he could start he could start a chain restaurant with his egg rolls that he makes, and they could put McDonald's out of business. I'm telling you right now. He will put egg roll shops in China out of business with them egg rolls he makes. Holy cow. His wings are great, too. Uh, Let's see. ABC showed the first hour or so of the event and then switched programming when the higher card event started. But at least I got to see Instagram type a repost on Yahoo later. Nice. Um, Now... I have I, I do have to say I, I love when they pick on the press secretary. And by the way, she has it all coming to her. She is she is no way the person for this job. And now the White House has seen that. This is this is Karen Jean Pierre, you know, the black lesbian, fitting checking off boxes. That's what we here at the Biden administration do. We are EEO all the way. Now, remember, she started off having a, a rough go of things. Well, now, in the last 38 press conferences, she's had 25 guests, meaning they're trying to get more people on stage that will hopefully protect her or at least get the questions away from her. That is, unless you are my main man, the one and only Ass Family. Uh, th- this guy's the Ash Family White House correspondent, Peter Ducey. Why is the Biden administration building a border wall in Arizona? So um, we are not uh, we are not finishing the wall. Uh, we are cleaning up the mess the prior administration uh, left behind in their in their failed attempt. Uh, to build a wall. What we're doing is cleaning up the mess that the prior administration has done. But President Biden, when he was a candidate, said there will not be another foot of wall constructed in my administration. So what changed? We are not finishing the wall. Why is the Biden administration building a... Peter Ducey, I I, got to tell you, Peter Ducey is a king among reporters. Peter Ducey is my guy, boy. I tell you what, that guy is a fucking stud. By the way, by the way, they are finishing the wall. Remember, 
Remember, uh, Mexico's going to pay for most of it, but, but we're still working on some of it here. Yet another campaign promise. All you Biden people that voted for Joe Biden, are you happy? This is your problem. Is anyone in this administration? No, they're not qualified for their... No, of course not. I mean, we, we checked off the transgender ugly weirdo box with the, with the Secretary of Health and Human Services or the Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services. Pete Booty Gig as the, the Secretary of Transportation, a guy who was a small-town mayor? No, they're not qualified. I'm honestly, I got to say, I am truly surprised at one thing, and I'm not joking about this. I'm honestly surprised that the Surgeon General of the United States is not Jill Biden. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Lovely, <laughs> lovely. That's what the people of San Antonio are like, tacos, because they're Mexican. Okay, lovely, Jill. But I am, I'm truly surprised that he did not name her uh, the, the Surgeon General. Can we give Peter Ducey the S award like we did for Grady? Yes, we can. There you go. The second annual ever uh, ass award of excellence for somebody who is doing his fucking job, Peter Ducey. Man, Peter Ducey's a fucking stud. You know, he walks in at Fox News and all the fucking young interns, they just fucking, they rip their blouses open for him. He's like, no, none of that. I'm here for the news. Joe calls Dr. Jill when it's time to check his temperature the old-fashioned way. <laughs> now, I have a serious question here. Ask family, and I've got the Jeopardy music. How many of us believe that Joe Biden wears adult diapers? I'd like to know. I think he does. Ask, like, like when you ask the president, if you were to sit down with him, you go, boxers or briefs? <laughs> and he says, depends. He's not talking on an either or. I think the president wears, I, I think he wears adult diapers. Ask family, what do you think? Yes, he waddles like he does. Oh, he has adult diapers with a presidential seal on it. What's next, Adele? God damn it, you guys are starting off this week like this. Adele for Secretary of Defense. Hello. It's me. Yes, yes, we know, we know, we know. Thank you. I was wondering if after all these years. No, you'd like I'd like to, to not meet. Uh, okay, let's see. 
Let's see, Peter Ducey, uh, Peter Ducey, Fox News. How do I contact him? Uh, let's see, don't care about that. White House correspondent. Uh-huh. Okay, let's let, let let's look it up on the big computer where it's easier for me to read because I'm old. Um, Fox News contact number. There we go. Uh huh. All right, let's let, let's call Fox News real quick, shall we? Uh, that's a one eight 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 three six nine four seven six two. You figure they have Fox or something in there? I don't know. Welcome to the Fox family. Our mailing address is twelve eleven Avenue of the Americas, New York, New York one zero zero three six. Press one for Fox News. Press two for Fox Business. Press 3 for Fox Nation. Thank you. Fox News is a 24-hour cable news service encompassing news and opinion programming. Check out www.foxnews.com for programming guides, show information, and current events. For answers to frequently asked questions and viewing issues, please refer to our help site, www.help.foxnews.com. For career opportunities, please log on to www.foxcareers.com. If you are experiencing issues with your service and would like to leave a message, Please press 2. For all comments, please press 3 and remember to include your name and phone number. Please press 9. Comments. Peter Ducey is a fucking stud. You should let him just fucking impregnate everybody there at Fox News. He's awesome. All right. So we've called one place. All right, now we got to start 6-7 this one. Um, let's see. Um... Uh, Call this number. Maybe we can get Peter Ducey here. For quality and training purposes, this call may be monitored but will not be recorded. The White House. Uh, yes, I was wondering if I could get a hold of Peter Ducey in the press room. So he doesn't work at the White House, sir. Oh, okay. He's just a White House correspondent who's there, so I I would have to like try to for call the him. actual. Yeah, you have to call the actual uh, publication that he works for. Oh, okay. Like I thought, you, I thought you guys could transfer me to the press room. I I apologize for that. No, no, he doesn't work in the press room, sir. No, he's he's the press guy for Fox. He's always there at every. Press he works conference. at Fox. He he goes. He's the correspondent for the White House, meaning he goes to the White House for Fox. Yeah, I thought they had, like, a room there, and, like, you could contact me to his phone. No, sir. You need to call Fox. All right. Cool. Thank you so much, man. Have a great day. Yes, sir. That's right. I just called the White House looking for him. Yeah, how many shows around this country have the balls to call the White House? Hey, look at that Chevy Suburban pull up outside. Wow, there's a guy in a black suit at my door. Okay, so I can't get a hold of him yet. All right. Well, I tried. I tried Fox, and then I tried there. I don't have his home number. If I had his home number, I'd call him. <laughs> no, sir, he doesn't work here. Well, he actually does work there. I mean, he does a majority of his reports from there. So I would say that he works there. 
Uh, everybody likes that one. That's awesome. I applaud you, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yes. I got I to gotta say, that, that was a little, little scary calling the White House. I had to be on my P's and Q's there. <laughs> call the White House. I might have to call the White House and ask to speak to Dr. Jill. I'm thinking of moving to San Antonio, but I'm not a taco. I'd call him back, but it'd probably give you the same guy. And I don't want to do him there. No, there's no Fox tip line. I'm surprised someone in the current White House didn't say, I don't know who Peter Ducey is. Email. I'll email him. I'll, I'll, I'll get on it. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Now, this, I, I got to tell you, this is this is funny story here, right here. Elon Musk's daddy has come out and said he is not proud of his billionaire son, but his younger brother, Kimball, is his pride and joy as he reveals he told Tesla CEO to take diet pills and defends having kids with stepdaughter as completely normal. Wait, 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 what? Elon Musk's daddy? had sex with his stepdaughter, and got her pregnant? This is a porno movie come true. The father of Tesla CEO said he had surpassed the mark of what he deemed success, but said the Musk family has been doing a lot of things for a long time. Errol's, Errol, that's such a great name, Errol, <laughs> said his billionaire son isn't as happy as he could be when it came to a success and said he feels like as he's running five years behind schedule. If you felt ballsy, you could call and ask the president's pronouns were. Oh, I'm not feeling that froggy today. Uh, his dad that's sleeping with his sister. Well, it's a stepdaughter. Stepdaughter, multiple times he impregnated her. I had no idea about this. I had no idea the Musks were from fucking Alabama. You're welcome, Oklahoma. I did not throw you in there this time. I knew there was something going on. (laughs) And the guy calls into a wacky morning show, the Kyle and Jackie O show in Australia, for a bizarre 20-minute interview. Uh, must declare, no, you know, we're a family that has been doing a lot of things for a long time. It's not as if we suddenly started doing something. Okay, before Elon Musk, had we ever heard of the Musk family? Unless, you know, they were the Scent Cologne people. (laughs) Um... He made it clear that Kimball himself was a billionaire, though not nearly as wealthy as Elon, the richest man. Oh, goddamn, and that's the girl he's sleeping with? Whoo! Whoo, goddamn! Boy, that picture just jumps up. Oh, and the next one is Elon shirtless. They're trying to blind me. <laughs> Rapper is just starting to think that Elon and Hunter Biden are the same person. Have we seen them in the same room? Did you think Elon was a rich kid whose parents had a triple what? 
I, I never knew what I, I – I figured he'd come from money, but, like, God damn, we got to get that picture off him, man, that thing of him. And there's a brother wearing a hat, a cowboy hat. You must boys need to keep your hands off cowboy hats. In general, in general, look here. As a native Texan who did live in California for, for 20 years and northern Nevada, let me say I appreciated living in your states. Nevada, you, you, you are very proud people. You're proud Nevadans. I learned I, I, I will never, ever say Nevada. No, because it's Nevada. I know that. California, you are being held hostage by the libtards that are running your state into the ground. But let me just tell you something. When you come to Texas, don't 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 Jersey Shore your shit up. All right, all right. Look, a couple weeks ago on Jersey Shore, new season started. It's pretty damn good. Um, they decided to go out one night wearing cowboy hats and boots. Don't 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 just don't. If you come to Texas and you want to have a good time, come down and have a good time. Go to Billy Bob's. Go to fucking rodeos. Go go do what your heart desires. Go eat some brisket. Fantastic. Have some great Tex-Mex. But don't buy cowboy hats. And if you buy a cowboy hat, leave it in the box. Don't wear it anywhere around town. We can all tell. Especially when you leave the tag in it. Oh, there's no it, and and oh now look look. If you're gonna buy a pair of cowboy boots, I know people come to State Texas and they buy cowboy boots here. Okay, let me give you one simple suggestion: not to look like a fucking retard. Okay, this is just as retarded, and I know people are doing a lot more. I don't ever do this. Socks and sandals. This is like wearing socks with actual like flip flop thongs, you know the old, when we used to call them thongs. The old deal, nobody wears that. Okay, do not tuck your jeans into your pants. Okay, if you're a man and you tuck your jeans into your pants, you better be working like 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 in a field somewhere where cowboys do that kind of shit. You don't do that when you go out. Don't 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 tuck your boots in. Don't don't do it. Because I will probably spit tobacco on them. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Oh, wow, look at that. I get to see the upper part of your boot. There you go. Derek says, I wear cowboy boots to work every day. Live in California, so I'll be comfortable. If I get. Yeah, don't tuck your fucking boots in. She's pregnant again currently. Uh, Dad, uh, Elon, believe that they are to reproduce for the world. Hence, Elon's 10 kids. Oh, man, he fucked this ugly chick again, his stepdaughter. She got big old golem eyes. Oh, man. Yikes. That bitch is looking for a fucking ring. Tuck jeans and pants. Oh, on. No, no, no. You'd never, you never tuck your, 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 your jeans in your boots. Never. No. Uh-uh. Not no. Uh-uh. Sorry. No. Yeah, that'll get you tobacco juice. Uh, let's see. Uh, beyond, oh, what, what does it say about Brittany? 
Mark's two-month wedding anniversary with more photos from the big day while praising her guest, Selena Gomez. Oh, she's trying to steal Selena from fucking well, T-Swizzle? Aren't, aren't, aren't they like best friends? Um, okay, a uh, story is out of Virginia State Police here. Elon's daddy owes Rich. Uh, he's a big investor, owner of mines, and yes, he was some sort of elected official in the apartheid South Africa. They spin it. Dad was trying to stop apartheid from happening. Okay. All right. Cool. How did I get a call? Who the hell called me? Somebody in New York. I'm not going to call that one back. I had an uncle who tucked in his Hawaiian shirts into shorts. Only my respect for him kept me from saying anything. Yeah, this would be like tucking in your wife beater to a pair of Speedos like Cousin Eddie. I don't know if it's allowed in Texas, but around here, I will wear my cowboy boots with shorts. Yeah, that, that one's, I, I can't go that far. I, I just can't, but that's me. I've seen it. Yeah, that's a very California thing, I think, to do, but that's okay. Virginia police say they've recovered a synthetic opioid that is even more powerful than fentanyl. Well, isn't that lovely? Isn't that, you know, I was just sitting around the other day. Bratty Kid, she, she can attest to this. I was sitting around thinking out loud going, you know, I think that we need uh, something that's even stronger than fentanyl. Since fentanyl just kills everybody, why do we need, why, I, I, so, so get this. Proton is enzene. Protonidazine, protonidazine, there you go. Protonidazine is a new synthetic opioid that is around three times more powerful than fentanyl, which is 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. Good, fantastic, glad it's here. In December, the Center for Forensic Science Research Education warned that nitazines were gaining traction across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, they bind tighter to receptors in the brain, making it more potent. She said that the drug has started to become a concern in just the last few months. Well, that's great. Super duper. Only females can wear a booth with shorts uh, or if you're gay. All right. Um, I saw a dude wearing Speedos at Lake Helena in Lassen, bringing the 80s back. Biden's new border policy, reduce the border patrol agents. We need more of this new shit to flood into the country. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. Because this is a new drug, they're still looking at how it binds. Narcan is used to help uh, overdoses. A single nasal spray is usually suffice. Some people will need two or three times that for a proto-nitazine overdose, which what I would imagine would be like one quarter of a pill. This is a, this is a, you, you see words like this every once in a while. You go, why are these words not used more? And then you go, okay, I understand it's to really emphasize this story. 
Um, fentanyl overdoses have proliferated nationwide. That's the word right there, proliferated. That's great. Last year, overdose deaths soared to 107,000, mainly by fentanyl and other illegal opioids. Wait till that gets to Oregon. Record deaths by OD. If it's that strong, is the target group elephants and rhinos? I believe it is. I honestly, I think they had talked about this drug once before. And uh, I think I saw it, like, they stacked it out, and, like, there was, like, you know, like, a, a little layer, and that was a, of sand, and that was supposed to be heroin. And then next to it was, like, morphine pills, and it was, like, half of that. And then fentanyl was, you know, like, like not even a, a, a tenth of that. And then they showed the other drug, which I guess is this protonizine, and it was one speck. One speck. Uh, Lisa says, I haven't seen that in my ER yet. I hope you don't. I really, I, I, I don't, we don't need this flooding the streets now. I was watching the, uh, last night, last night was a wrestling night on A&E. And they had Kurt Angle. They were, they were doing his biography. And I was very excited to see this. I, I like Kurt Angle. He was a good enough wrestler. But Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken neck, and he won the world title with a broken neck. He broke his neck four time, three times in one year. And he was on pain pills. And uh, it took him forever to get off the pain pills. And when he did get off the, the pain pills... Well, why do I suck, Triple T? Because the Rangers took three out of four? Um, but uh, Kurt Angle was talking. He had to get a knee surgery done, and his wife would not let him take the pain pills to go with that because he had already gone through the withdrawals. And he even said that he thought he was going to die. He was... Oh, the Kurt Angle bit. Okay, okay. Uh, but, yeah, poor Kurt Angle. He he was up to about 70 to 80 pills a day. Not all were opioids, I found out. And he was mixing it with alcohol and with Xanax. Benzodiazepine and alcohol, the two things that if you, if you stop cold turkey, you can die from. The withdrawals are that bad. Opioids, they make you feel bad. They make you feel sick. And the way that Kurt Angle talked about it, I was like, yep, he knows exactly what it is. But it was really awesome to watch that. Kurt Angle, the, the, I, I highly recommend that biography. It was great. And then they did the rivals after that, the Brock Lesnar and, and, and Kurt Angle. I, I, I wasn't that big involved in any Kurt Angles unless it was with Stone Cold. But, yeah, it, we, hell of an athlete. Wow. But, yeah, these, these drugs just, this is ridiculous. We need to make something stronger than fentanyl that people can die if they just are in the neighborhood of it. Uh, let's see. Since we're talking about diseases and shit, monkeypox once again reaches the ugly COVID-type story. 
People in New York are not very happy about things that are happening right now. So monkeypox, which they said spreads through close physical contact. And the outbreak is mostly among gay men. Bizarrely saying that merely covering up lesions and avoiding kissing would suffice to slow the spread. They're asking for the gay people in New York. New York is asking gay people to limit the number of partners that you have right now. That way they can control this monkeypox thing. And they're like, hey, this ain't going to kill us. (laughs) Fuck you. I took hydrocodone for like one day after my two surgeries. After that, fuck that noise. I took ibuprofen. All Arnie's drug stories scared the shit out of me. Yeah. And look, if and when I ever have this knee surgery done, I will have to be living on ibuprofen because I won't do it. I, I, I just, no. And, and by the way, my, my reasons are different than Kurt Angle's reasons. Kurt Angle said he never wants to go through withdrawals again. I don't want it ever controlling my life again the way it controls. And, and I mean, hearing Kurt Angle talk last night was my life. Totally my life. Didn't get high before he did a show. Never got high before a show. Did you see Tucker did a a vote on what the new name for monkeypox should be? People voted and chose Schlong COVID. (laughs) Wait, question. Do I have to stop pool boy interviews? No, no, you're fine. You're good to go. I know a gay man in New York. I'm sure he's going to abide by this. I'm allergic to ibuprofen. I'd be screwed. Well, you'd be a uh, you'd be a big friend of ice then. Just ice the shit out of it. Numb it down that way. That's the thing I hate about these pain pills. And I'll tell you this right now. They work. They will eliminate the pain. But all they're doing is playing tricks in your brain. There's no anti-inflammation. you know, uh, fl- in- in- inflammation. There- There's nothing that goes and attacks the actual pain. It just... Tells pain pain receptors in your brain turn off. That's all it does. And then it also tells those receptors, hey, you need more. Otherwise that pain's gonna come back. No, fuck, we don't want that pain to come back. Might as well take more. There's still Tylenol, sure. Uh just don't drink with it. That fucks up your liver. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that either. But uh but hearing this story now, it's just You gotta have to ask what what's enough. I, I I mean seriously, we're taking medication now that's used to tranquilize elephants. Uh, Brady, I'm stopping at that big casino at the border shortly. Nice. And are are they made? Look, here's a, a real question I have to ask about this. Are they making these drugs stronger, like fentanyl and now this, whatever the, the, this new one is, to face people who are actually going to be in pain in the future, but they fuck their bodies up on opioids so much now that opioids in the future, they'll have to take a bunch just to kind of weigh down. Like, like are they being made for that? Are we... Are we Building these new drugs due to the tolerances that we've come up with for 
whether it's Norco, whether it's Vicodin, uh, Oxy, Roxy, whatever the cottons are, morphine. Are we making these drugs now even stronger, the fentanyls and this, for future generations that are immune to those? Ready? I got a great idea for your pool boy dress code. Uh, mesh overalls and nothing else. Funny thing is, we don't even have a pool, but I'm conducting interviews. Yeah, boy, she gave this one fellow a look the other day. He looked like the love child of Nick Nolte and Gary Busey. He looked over to her and said, I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Yeah, see, and that kind of yeah, threw him off. That he was, a, he would, I, I would probably describe that guy as a pool man. He was not a pool boy anymore. 30 years ago, maybe a pool boy. All right, let's see. Um... Now, I, I find this story to be the most laughable story of the entire weekend, and I'm getting to it now. Members of the United States House of Representatives will now receive up to $10,000 to upgrade security at their homes in the face of rising threats against lawmakers. Well, now, isn't that amazing? That you're going to sport, spend more money. What about the, the Supreme Court justices who still have people picketing outside their homes? But now the House and the Senate are getting a $10,000 bump in security? That's, you, you, you know what, this is weak. The announcement over increasing security for people in Congress came days after a man attacked Lee Zeldin, a New York congressman and Republican gubernatorial candidate, with a sharp object during... See, so instead of this, this is what you do. Instead of reacting that way and giving more, what you do is you charge that son of a bitch and you fucking throw him in prison. Gary Busey and Nick Nolte throwing some Charles Bronson there. You've packed on beef turkey drives. Uh, did the panties need to be cleaned out? If I had a patient who got a Brazilian and the wax was too hot and she waxed, burned part of the inside of her labia. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. This is fucking weak, though. I mean, I mean, honestly, this is very weak. Two people were arrested outside of home of Primella Jayapan chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus for allegedly shouting racist obscenities and threatening to kill her. Yet nobody, oh, uh, last month authorities filed federal charges against a man who they say traveled from California to Maryland with an intent on murdering Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Yes, but anyway, all those other people are still there. This is pathetic. This is so sad on their part. Oh, we need more security. Is that $10,000 a one-time thing? Is that monthly? Could you hire, hire guards now? What are you so scared of? How about increasing security for the fucking Supreme Court? 
idiots. Swear. Oh, we need more security at our homes because because they don't like us anymore. Well, stop fucking around. Now, is this real? This U.S. Navy developing water-based drones to combat China pacing challenge, but wary of unproven technology. Well, we we need to talk about this uh, just real fast. Like, and, and it's not this story. It's this whole Nancy Pelosi thing. Um, Nancy Pelosi is in Asia right now. They're not talking about if uh, if she's going to go to Taiwan or not. She's been to Singapore. She's been to a bunch of places, but they still haven't brought up Taiwan because China reached out last week and told the president that if Nancy Pelosi comes to Taiwan, we're going to have to pay for it. All righty, y'all, got to work this morning. Need to hit the lay, hit the hay, fucking exhausted. Catch y'all manana. Have a good night of sleep there. Um, I don't know about you. I don't like being told what to do by China. I, I just don't. I don't like being told what to do by North Korea. I don't like being told what to do by Russia. See, back when back when this country was was decent and had a backbone. Other countries didn't fuck with us the way this way. If, we, if we're going to send an elected official somewhere and you want to threaten us with violence, well, it, let's go. Let's hit the dance floor. I don't think Nancy Pelosi will go to Taiwan. And if she does, I'll give her credit for having balls. I mean, we already thought that she had balls anyway. I mean, but I don't think she's going to go. And I think the president's going to tell her not to go. Which will once again be a gigantic fucking black eye for the United States of America is we are doing what our daddy China tells us to do. What China meant to say is Nancy's tab is too large and Biden needs to pay it off. Nancy thought she was going to tie one on. <laughs> they said Taiwan. Oh, I'm down for that. I just, I. It. it It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I hate to say it, but I'm embarrassed that, that we're such a soft country, that we let everybody, all these foreign countries are dictating everything we do. We used to not be like that. I mean, a couple years ago, we weren't like that. But I'm not going to say bring him back. Not just yet. But once again, Biden supporters, people that voted for Joe Biden, Are you happy with the way America is right now?
I can't say that you would be happy. I, I, I can't think that you're happy. I'm not going to say that you're not. This article is out, and I find it really funny, but sad at the same time as well. It's another thing about America that is not very good right now. D- Democrats responsible for keeping public schools closed during COVID have faced zero repercussions more than two years after the lockdowns that left millions of children behind and in crisis. By the way, I hate to do this, especially for the first time this week, but when they started shutting down schools for long periods of time, I believe somebody said that was going to be terrible for American kids. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! (laughs) I'm the greatest man in the world! A study by the American Enterprise Institute also found out that 1.3 million students have left public schools since the pandemic began, and schools that stayed remote longer saw even more students leave. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Thank you, Double A. I appreciate that. There are people that were putting signs on their cars, stay remote, save lives, even though no kids were dying. So remember that, no kids were dying during COVID. The average age was, what, 65? Now, I know people under the age of 65 did die. Um... An advocate says school closures were always about more politics and power than safety and needs of children. Agreed. The union-inducted school closures hurt kids academically, mentally, and physically. Teachers' unions fought against reopening schools every step of the way. They even lobbied the CDC to keep schools closed longer. And this mouthy, stupid bitch, Randy Weingartner, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, is not taking any of the responsibility. When people with power tried to lock in systems that privilege the few, disseminate the middle class, and make everyday struggle for working people, we fight for a better life for all and for the next generation to do even better. Is that why you wanted schools closed? New Mexico is still having a big problem with the Hispanic and Native kids who left during remote learning and haven't come back. Now, I'm betting you already guys know this. Um, why do you think they want all those kids back at school? Well, especially in New Mexico with the Hispanic and Native American kids. We all know that, right, the reason why schools take attendance. Well, it's not because the school's worried about you and your health. The better the attendance, the more money the school gets. That's why they take attendance. And I would imagine when they get to the 
minorities, and I'm sorry to say it, but minorities, it's just a word, of the Native American kids and Hispanic kids, and that could be a majority at one of those schools there in New Mexico. They're going to get paid even more for those kids that show up. And they aren't showing up? Well, that's why they're making a big deal about it, because they ain't getting paid. wonder if Nancy will have a Dr. Jill moment nation say there's no proof that China virus started in a lab. Probably. Uh, money indoctrination. I think they're, they're just, it's always been a money issue. I think the indoctrination part, I, I think that's new to them, and they're, they're starting to get their feet wet, and they're starting to see how much they can get away with. I mean, in the past, they've done it a little. Now they're just jumping full born in, taking, you know, look, look, I ain't got a problem. Let, let, let's just, let, let, let me just state this for the record. If you're a trans person or you're a, you're, you're, you're a drag queen, you're any of that, hey, man, you know what? More power to y'all. I, I, I'm proud of you that you can come out of your shell and you can do that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Great. Good for you. But you don't need to do shows for kids. Okay? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want, you want to do it for like a 16-year-old because they can kind of comprehend it maybe a little bit more, well, if you get a note from like mama or daddy, then okay. But Drag shows for elementary school, I, I, I'm sorry. And if you want to say I'm transphobic for this, it won't be the first time. I don't think a kid belongs at a trans or, or a, a drag show. and They're not necessarily all trans. Uh, but they don't belong there. And that I'll, I'll say this unequivocally, uh, they don't belong in the schools. Those, those, those drag shows, they don't belong in schools. No. You know who they should bring back to schools a lot more? Or the, the, the yo-yo people. You remember, did you, did you ever get that assembly as a kid? you get the yo-yo guy? Y'all never got the yo-yo guys? They'd come out and they'd be all flashy and they'd be like, and they're telling you to stay off drugs and, you know, yeah, don't have sex or wear a condom and, you know, don't eat these kind of foods. I know it's all indoctrinated, but at least they did it through the magic of yo-yos. Y'all didn't have that? Man, oh, man. The Yo-Yo Show guys were great. I think I got those my junior year. I only got those once. I always look at, like, high school assemblies and stuff like that, like halftime shows. And, and I ain't talking about, like, the big, you know, you know, fucking Guns N' Roses playing Super Bowl. I ain't talking about halftime show like that. I'm talking about... Like, like, if you've ever been to a Kings game, back in the old days of the Kings, in the old uh, barn, not the barn barn, but Narco, I always got stuck seeing one certain halftime show, and I fucking hated it. I hated it more than anything. And it was that Chinese gal spinning plates. You know how many times I wanted to throw a drink at her and knock them damn plates down? I hated it. But they used to have one halftime. I shot one time. I'll tell you, it, I remember the game it was, too. It's the only time I ever got to see Jordan play. It was on Valentine's Day. 
a buddy of mine and bought fucking ticket. He had he had season tickets. He's like, man, my girlfriend. There's no way she'll let me go to a Kings game. I was like, I'll take those tickets. He just ended up giving them to me. I was like, fuck yeah. They're good tickets, too. Uh, But at halftime, I got to see the Frisbee catching dogs. And there is no no greater athlete on this earth than dogs that can fetch Frisbees. Oh, that that is some halftime entertainment right there. But the, 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 the plate-spinning bitch, oh, I hated her. I went to Catholic school. We didn't need some flashy speaker, just the nun principal telling us to be good or we'd go to burning hell for eternity. We got the yo-yo guy once in elementary school. Oh, it's so awesome. It's like a team of guys. Uh, let's see. Money and indoctrination. They want to allow conservative ideals in schools. They're forcing the left propaganda on kids. We had Jeff Stover come and preach about bike helmets. Man, y'all remember back when we I, I don't know, maybe a lot of y'all have had these laws. I was thinking about this the other day. We used to beat up kids that wore a helmet on a bike. Like back in the, you know, the, the, the 70s to early 80s, I'm thinking from, let's see, like 77 to about 86 or 87. That 10-year span, you never wore a fucking helmet. Nobody wore helmets back then. And by the way, if a car hits a kid and the car is going 48 miles an hour and it T-bones a kid, the kid's insides are jello. Hey, that helmet saved him. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it helped rip his head off. He was, he was, he, he, he was decapitated, but at least he had the helmet on. This, this is more of that positive bullshit that that's in our country right now. I swear to God, kids riding bikes with helmets on is the saddest thing I've ever seen in America. I weep for how weak you're making your children. And, I mean, these kids don't go outside anyways anymore. They're playing video games all the time. Did you have the don't drink and drive PSA assembly? Oh, yeah. Our best assembly was when Dale Hansen spoke to us. He was a sports guy, and he just retired, like, last year from uh, the the TV news. He came and spoke to us. He was awesome. But then later he turned into a real dick, so fuck Dale Hansen. Maybe Pastor Greg can visit an elementary school and accuse them of being witches. Uh, I do have a new Greg uh, drop, uh, if you will. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got to figure out where I'm going to cut it, though, because he's talking about th- this guy thinks that he has – it's a gotcha video on, on Greg Locke, so – here, I'll play this for you. I found this this morning, but it has enough Greg Locke on it to where it's awesome. Uh, let's see. Go here, and we'll go here, and then this guy right here. Okay, don't listen to this first guy. Greg Locke, a while back, claimed to have given up his tax-exempt status. So guess what I did this week? 
I got an attorney, and I dissolved our stinking 501c3 in this church because the government ain't going to tell me what I can and what I can't say. So IRS, we don't need your stupid tax-exempt status. You can put it in a bag and burn it in your front yard for all we care. I renounce 501c3 communism in this church. So we'll say what we want to, Skippy Lou. There it is. And the IRS and the FBI and everybody we've been turned into can eat my dirty socks on live TV. Some oh. sleuths in my audience. Oh. Oh, God, Greg. Oh, that's just so good right there. That is full-blown witchcraft. I hear you. I hear you. It's witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Now McDonald's talking about witches. Give them out tarot cards and Happy Meals. Take this microphone and bust you in the mouth with it in the name of God. <laughs> and your little dog, too. I'm singing for Jesus. Oh, man. Greg Locke is a national treasure. Hard styrofoam that cracks in half so easy. Maybe Pastor Greg. Uh, <laughs> The guy that had the dog with the frisbees was pretty awesome, dude. It was a there was there was a TV show on for a while called The Great Outdoor Games, where they had they 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 throw a treat into the pool and the dogs would run and jump and they would they would measure the distance that the dogs jumped. That shit was awesome. You could see dogs fly. He sounded like he's on three types of speed. Yeah, that'll be going in tomorrow. Part of that will go in tomorrow. That's good. I, you got to love Pastor Pastor Locke, y'all. <laughs> All right, it is time. Time, baby. For, For round, round two, two, two of celebrity. Now, our, our first round, we saw that the butt fumble... And Leon Lett have made the list of the not-so-highlights. We will see who joins them now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, Ass Family. Got to get all these cords and buttons and shit out of the way here. Um, first matchup, the home run that hit Jose Canseco in the head. Jose Canseco, who sadly was playing for the Rangers at the time against the Detroit Tigers, was running back on a ball that I believe Rob Deere hit, and he couldn't see it, and it bunked off his head, went over the fence for a home run. Taking on what is known now as the Malice in the Palace, the game where Ron Artest went up into the, in, into the stands when he was playing for Indianapolis and fought Detroit fans. Malice in Palace versus Conseco as family. Who you got?
The malice in the palace has knocked out Jose Canseco and moves on. Our next matchup in the not-so-highlights of sports. Was it the time that Monica Seles got stabbed on the tennis court? I believe in Roland Garros during the French Open, she was stabbed in the back. That is going up against the time that, that, that poor, poor Robin Ventura thought that he was going to fight Nolan Ryan, and Nolan Ryan put him in a headlock and hit him six times right in the mouth. Robin Ventura's ass whooping or Monica Seles getting stabbed, ass family, I ask you the question, who ya got? Big text did it, baby. That is correct. Nolan Ryan and beating the hell out of Robin Ventura moves on. Next one's up. Now, this first highlight, ass family, I know that most of you saw it when you were a little kid, if you ever saw it at all. But it was awesome. It was on the opening of the wide world of sports. When they were talking about the thrill of victory, and then the ski jumper that misses the jump and takes out, like, fans and everything. The agony of defeat guy. The agony of defeat guy against the time Randy Johnson hit a bird with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball, and it exploded. Wide world of sports, Randy Johnson, ass family. Who you got? This is a good matchup. Interesting. of defeat guy moves on and now our final matchup in the western regionals oh wait I gotta write this down wide world guy okay both baseball related 
Which is the bigger blooper of the two? Was it the Steve Bartman incident where he fucking dropped the ball, didn't even catch it, ended up dropping the ball in the Cubs playoff game that Moises Alou was about to catch, ended up costing the Cubs the game, Steve Bartman, versus the time during an All-Star game, an exhibition, when Pete Rose knocked out Ray Fossey at the plate at an All-Star game. Steve Bartman, Pete Rose, ask family, who you got? of Ray Fossey and Pete Rose. Pete Rose moves on. All right. So now we have to find out who makes it to the mountain. Our first matchup, Ask Family. Are you ready? First matchup. The Malice in the Palace, the fight that Ron Artest started with fans versus the fight that Robin Ventura started and got his ass whooped by Dolan Ryan. Malice in Palace, Robin Ventura, Ask Family. Who you got? himself, Nolan Ryan, moves on. Did you get a chance to uh, 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 see the documentary uh, Facing Nolan Ryan? Or I think that's what it's called. See it. It's amazing. It's magical. Uh, last matchup. Here we go. To find out who's on the mountain, the agony of defeat from the wide world of sports, Pete Rose taking out Ray Fossey. Pete Rose versus the wide world of sports. Ask family. Who you got?
We have ourselves a winner ass family. Oh my God, look at that. It's Pete Rose. Pete Rose moves on. So the, the, the Mount Rushmore is now set. Leon Lett, the butt fumble. Nolan Ryan beating up Robin Ventura. And Pete Rose knocking out Ray Fossey. We will have the finals coming up next, ass family, here at ArnieRadio.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Zach just texted. He says, what the hell? Watson got six games, yet if you smoke weed, you're out of the NFL. Uh, Look, this is why... I'm, I'm glad you wrote that because it goes perfectly with this first story here. Professional sports is at such a weird crossroads right now that they want to attract new fans. That's the goal is always to attract new fans, and I understand that, and I understand it's a business. But how... The one thing is you have to attract new fans, but not alienate your current fans. I don't understand how the Cleveland Browns have fans. I I, I honestly don't. This is a franchise that has notoriously spit in the fans' faces for years and years and years. Being inept when it comes to drafting for years and years and years, yet the people still go. And the NFL comes out and goes, well, we don't want to smoke weed. They can hit women all they want. Boy, you smoke a little bit of reefer, you're fucking done. I find that to be laughable. The NFL is becoming a laughable league with Roger Goodell. Sports, sci-fi, fantasy franchises, they're all about alienating their audience. They're on the decline. Well, in a story that I can only hope to be true and true and true, The Cleveland Guardians, who switched their name to Guardians this year from Indians. Oh, I know. So bad. And this is is so different. This is weird. Usually when a a, a team changes their logo or their uniform or their colors... They lead in sales that year, usually. Usually that's what happens. They, they see a big bump in sales. Well, not only are, are sales down, TV numbers in Cleveland are down 30%. The biggest decline of any team in the league that isn't Oakland or San Francisco right now Giants aren't playing well, so their fans are leaving. Um, And a lot of people are attesting this to this whole fucking changing of the names. Attendance down. Um, Last year, a fully pre-pandemic season, they are in 2019, the last year before pandemic, They averaged about 21,000 people a game. This year, with no restrictions on anything, they're getting 15,000 a game. And they're in second place. They're only two games out of going to the playoffs. I love it. I, I, I think it's fantastic. In other games, Major League Baseball's attendance went from 2019, 28,000 to 26,000. So it's down everywhere, but not as much as it is in Cleveland. And I hope that is all due to them changing the name for political correct reasons. 
Oakland's about to trade our catcher, number one pitcher. Ah, it doesn't surprise me. Fucking, I, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the Rangers are going to do, because the Rangers have a lot of talent in the farm league right now in their pitching. Holy shit, do we have pitchers stacked up? Good, I'm an Indians fan, and they no longer exist. I don't know who the Guardians team is. Good, I'm glad, B. Coop. The Atlanta Braves didn't go woke. Well, they kind of did. They lost the All-Star game because they decided to be woke over the whole bathroom thing. Remember, that got played in, uh, there, it was some bullshit that Atlanta did. Oh, it was voting. It was the voting thing. That voted past, uh, Georgia passed stricter voting laws. You couldn't just go into the, the old law. The law they had had in Georgia was you could actually fly to Georgia and say, I'm a resident here for a day and be able to vote there and then leave the next day. They changed that law in Major League Baseball said, oh, that's unheard of. They were pressured by all the people. They moved the All-Star game. So the Braves have gone woke, but not all the way woke. And by the way, just give it time. Just give it time. Stinkfist says, my A's are god-awful, but I still watch uh, and go to games. I'm the same way with the Rangers. Rangers suck balls. Rangers are fucking terrible. I mean, granted, we're like not as bad as, I don't know, the Angels that we just took three out of four from. Boom! That was for you, Triple T. I love you, buddy. Oh, okay, right. I meant changing their team name. Yeah. Oh, I do, look, I understand what you meant about them not changing it. They will. I don't know who they go after next, if they go after the Braves or the Chiefs next. I bet you they go after the Chiefs to kind of let it, like, like, just die down in baseball, and then they go after the Braves. Triple T says, Jesus Christ, so sad. I don't get what it is with the Angels organization. I don't. I don't know what's happening there. I mean, you look at that team on paper with Shohani and Trout on the team. Those two should get you to the fucking playoffs by themselves. Trout's hurt. People are figuring out Shohani. It's great to see the Angels suck ass. Now they're going to trade Shohani, huh? Oh, they ain't going to trade him. That's asses and seats right there. They'll, they won't trade him or Trout. Look, look, look. I think Mike Trout is by far the best player in the game right now. He He's at Ken Griffey Jr. level in my book. I like him. He keeps his nose clean. He's a hard-nosed player, great player. If the Angels trade him, the Angels will never win a World Series again. I'm just telling you, they will have the curse of Mike Trout. Uh, will Washington? No, that nobody will ever go back to the Redskins. Look, Daniel Snyder's about to have that team ripped away from him. If they actually do investigate, instead of just firing John... Think about this. The investigation of the Washington Redskins got the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders coach fired. Yet nothing's happened to anybody in the Washington system. I love Trout. Wish he could stay healthy. The thing with Trout is Trout's too big. He's too muscly. This is the problem. Look, this is the problem that Mark McGuire, Mark McGuire had before all the steroids. And, and then the steroids 
help this too. And I'm not saying Mike Trout's on steroids at all. Not at all. Mike Trout is just a stout fucking dude. And maybe his frame wasn't built to carry all that stoutness. And that could be why he's getting hurt. I don't know. But I, I love watching Trout play. Trout plays the game the way it's supposed to be played. Even Ohani kind of plays the game. I mean, in, in the Japanese way they play it. You don't see a lot of ball players anymore play the game it was supposed to be played. I can I, it, it, it hurts me to watch games now, especially Ranger games. If there's a right hand, I, I, I saw this happen in a, in a game last week, a highlight. They put the shift on. I hate the shift because I think the shift is stupid. The shift is, it, honestly, the shift is about showing you no respect. So they put the shift on this guy, and the right side of the infield from second base to first base had fucking the third baseman, the shortstop, the second baseman, and the first baseman all playing there, meaning the left side of the infield was completely open. There was a left-handed batter up. And this is how they know guys. They watch tapes on these guys. If you're a left-handed batter up, the one thing that you cannot do in this situation is pull the ball. And by the way, there were runners at second and third at the time. No way, actually, no, I, I take that back. The bases were loaded. Bases loaded. They put all the infielders on one side. All you got to do is fucking slap one down. Hell, bunt it down to the left side. You score two runs. There was one out. Bases loaded, one out, left-handed batter up. And what they do is they throw you an outside pitch. And if they know you're a bad hitter like this guy, that you only pull the ball. That's why they put the shift in. They throw you a pitch outside, you go with it. You slap that shit in the outfield and you score every one of them runs. Not this fucking knucklehead. Who, by the way, I would have cut immediately. And I don't care if he's an all-star or not. They throw him a pitch, he hits it to the second baseman who lobs it right past the shortstop to the third baseman who's on the bag, who throws it to first for the game-changing, or the the inning-ending 4-5-3 double play. The game is in bad shape. The, the, The IQ of players in Major League Baseball has got to be seriously zero. There are runners on, your job is to move those runners to the next base. And you do that by hitting behind them. You don't hit in front of runners. Arnie, are you a fan of Vin Scully? I assume so. I'm not the biggest Scully fan. Because everybody protected Scully. Scully was a homer just like Harry Carey. He was great. Vin Scully was great. But Vince Scully, the, the night of the World Series, and when they put you on a national broadcast, you can't be a homer. And he was a homer on when, when Kirk Gibson hit the home run. Well, look who it is. He hits a home run, beats the A's in the World Series. Other than that, Vince Scully is great. He's no Harry. Harry Carey's still the greatest. You, you want to talk about a homer? Yes, that was Harry Carey. He was a homer big time. See, I don't even have any great Ranger broadcast. The only one that we ever had that, that that's 
memorable as Norm Hitchkiss, but that guy sucked dick. Steve, do you realize that when the Rangers play the Tigers on Thursdays at 7.05, they're 4-1? and Oh, thanks. Great stat, especially since today's a Saturday, fuckface. Oh, Norm Hitchkiss drove me crazy. Still does. He's still doing Ranger games. Mm. Take care all down to the tunnel now. Hey, have a great day, swoosh. Thanks for the answer. Yeah, Vince Scully, if you were to rank him nationally, Vince Scully would probably always be number one. Vince Scully, we've done announcers, and I made a guy mad because we put Jim Ross on there, and Jim Ross made it. Good God. Good God. Um, by the way, Sylvester Stallone is, is not a fan of one of the original producers of Rocky. I guess Erwin Winkler is, is stabbing Rocky in the back. I guess he's taking a lot of money from him. And I guess Sylvester Stallone has had enough. Jack Buck, the Cardinals radio guy. Jack Buck, Joe Buck's dad. Jack Buck, this is the way I talk. I'm a broadcaster. Uh, that was Jack Buck. I, I never liked Jack Buck. Like I said, I liked Harry better. Um, another heart. This is what Sylvester Stallone tweeted out. Another heartbreaker. Just found out this. Once again, Erwin Winkler, this pathetic 94-year-old producer and his moronic vulture children, Charles and David, are once again picking clean the bones of another wonderful character I created without even telling me. I apologize to fans. I never wanted Rocky characters to be exploited by these parasites. By the way, I once had nothing but respect for Dolph, but he never told me about what was going on behind my back with the characters I created for him. Real friends are more precious than gold. Well, this is all stemming from a new movie that is all about Drago. You remember you remember Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. Um, I guess they're making a, a movie called Drago. Stallone says this is nothing but a money grab. Uh, just to set the record straight regarding possible Drago spinoff, there's no approved script, no deals in place, no director, and I was personally under the impression that my friend Sly was involved as a producer or even an actor. There was a press leak last week, and it's unfortunate. Uh, so all fans can relax. There you go. Wow. Yeah, like they've made so much money off of the Rocky character, off of Sylv- and Sylvester Stallone wrote it, and he did. You know, he he's the one that did it all. And I don't know. I'd, I'd go see a drug. See, I don't. Really, I wanted to focus on Dolph Lundgren though, because. You remember his crappy son got beat up by a fucking Apollo son. Apollo's son was getting some 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 comeuppance for what Drago did to his daddy. I don't want another Rocky spinoff. Please stop the Rockies, please. I mean, I'll go see it. Yes, of course I'll go see it. But please stop. 
And what has to be one of the funniest stories I've seen in a long time. Elderly volunteers for Putin's army are being recruited and they're struggling to find manpower as fighting continues to rage in Ukraine. They're getting a bunch of old codgers out there. The old Ruskies. Uh, let's see. Uh, Russian volunteer to train to become soldiers and cleanse fascism. Wearing a dude in there under fucking 35 or 40. Oh, I think this is great. This is awesome. That They're sitting in there. By the way, by the way. I am no longer worried about Russia as a world dominator if they have elderly volunteers. And can you imagine this? These elderly guys who are used to drinking, you know, fucking bottles of vodka every day, they're on the front lines now? They'll make Rocky IV Russian censored version. Video is altered to make it look like Drago won and the entire audience in the fight is killed. They just go to the nursing homes there in Russia and fucking just sign people up. All right, come on. There you go. We'll give you a couple jackets and a gun. You can go kill anybody you want. They're like, duh, let's get the fight over with. I have to be back to IOP for dinner if I'm four. Yo. I, I think they said, hey, hey, if you don't fight for the Russian military, we will take off those new episodes even though they're 20 years old, of Murder, She Wrote. Well, if they ain't got Murder, She Wrote, you know everybody's out of the nursing home then. All right, final story here. And this story is just treacherous. This is so bad. A transgender cheerleader... Just gonna let you let the, the, let that one soak up for a second. Who was born a biological male was kicked out of cheerleading camp and given a criminal citation. I guess. Uh, okay. Uh, she was trying to be a rangerette. Fuck that. They're gonna fucking kill you there. Uh, this was what she wrote. The trans, well, guys, I'm officially retired as a cheerleader as of last night. A girl on the team was being very disrespectful and told me I'm a man with a penis and that guys should not be on the team. I stood up for myself, and she called her mom and dad because she was scared because I stood up for myself. Her father still uh, said she still has testosterone and has a penis, and I will kill anyone who can, comes after my daughter. So I guess a dispute happened. The transphobic remark was made. Oh, wait, where's the video? Hold on, there's video of this. Um, 
The father girl allegedly choked was, oh, okay, yeah, so there you go. So the transgender got so upset with this little high school cheerleader that she choked her out. Allegedly. Uh, Medic alleged the teammate made transfer remarks, uh, uh, phone showing other cheerleaders hiding in a room from an agitated Medlock. The father of the girl who Medlock allegedly choked was also called to the scene by his daughter and has begun pushing for police to release body cam video. I am too. I ask you what you would have done when receiving a phone call at 1 o'clock in the morning from your daughter stating that it had locked themselves in a room where girls, uh, no time did I ever think, say anything about you, your race, or your gender. I was waiting for you to say his dong fell out of his skirt. That, I can imagine that only happens when he, when he raises his legs up and a ball pops out. Fumble. Now, 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 look, look, look. This is the last story of the show. Usually we have fun with the last story of the show. But let me just say this right now. Why are we taking cheerleaders? I, I, I mean, look, nobody likes guy cheerleaders. First and foremost, I'm talking about the men that are men that don't uh, decide to be a woman or whatever. I'm talking about guy cheerleaders. Guy cheerleaders, look. They, sure, they get to touch ass and all that kind of stuff. They don't like it. They got to touch each other's ass. They might like it. But usually, no, nobody gives a fuck about guy cheerleaders. It's all about the girl cheerleaders. And they've done such a disservice. And, and, and by the way, it is a sport. A lot of, a lot of people say cheerleading is a sport. Uh, a lot of these cheer teams, they go on and they compete around the country at these cheer invitations. There's a lot of athleticism that goes on in there. They came to our water park once, and they were, like, throwing people up in the pools and doing all kinds of shit, and we didn't stop them because it was cool as shit to watch. Then they told us they can't do stunts anymore. I'm like, fuck. Ugh. But don't don't take a spot of a girl. But this is what girls have. This is, uh, Isn't it bad enough that the girls that aren't quite pretty enough, we'll, we'll just tell the truth. The girls that aren't quite pretty enough, they play on the basketball and volleyball teams. They're not cheerleaders. You know, and, and you don't want somebody walking in there who's got more testosterone in their little toe than your entire cheerleading group has, and that includes boys in there. This is just another pathetic show of how everything has to be everybody's. Nobody can have their own thing anymore. And, and, and I got to say, you know what? Poppycock to that. That's bullshit. We should have, all have our thing. The, the Irish have drinking. Right? The Italians have the food and mafia. Chinese, they have Chinese food and gadgets. Japan, they have sushi and gadgets. Cheerleaders are whores. They are the ones who can't make the drill team the cool kids. Yes, the drill team. 
but come on. But 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 even the drill. Look, look, I'll even go there. The drill team, drill teams for girls. How many trans? How many transsexual kids need to be on the drill team now? I mean, are they going to change their name? I mean, in high school, we had the Southern Bells. A group of girls that went out there, did a dance routine at halftime, did their thing, wore their outfits. Great. That was their thing. Now we're going to take that away because we got to have a couple balls in there. Can't call them the bells anymore. Because bell would mean it's a girl thing. And why can't a boy be a bell? Look, I, I don't want to. I'm not going to go down that road because I don't have a high school anymore since they changed our, our, our mascot of colonels. What, what are they? They're the Titans now, and they still suck. Fuck them. Fuck them all. By the way, I hope that dad gets a chance to, to, to right some, some, some wrongs there. Dude chokes up my daughter. I'm just telling you right now, I'm going to cut you in half. I am going to chop you in two pieces. If I had a daughter... And this man choked her out. Yeah, it would be over. Fox wouldn't be even able to get to a press conference for me. I'd be arrested that quickly. I shudder to think of the 2020s cheerleader porn called Davy Does Dallas. Jesus. Somebody's going to look that up. It's probably been done. That's the sad part. It's probably been done. All right, ass family, we have something to finish. We have a little thing called Celebrity, Celebrity Ass Death Match. Not, not so highlights in sports. sports. Right, look, we have busted this list down. Leon Lett, the butt fumble. Nolan Ryan versus Robin Ventura and the Pete Rose knocking out Ray Fawlty. That's on the Mount Rushmore. Who's the face? We find out right here and now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, we have the Dallas Cowboys defensive lineman extraordinaire. Great, one of the one of the best defensive linemen we had ever, I'll say. Leon Lett for the Dallas Cowboys came up with a f- a fumble in the Super Bowl and was going to score a touchdown to make the score 59-17. to But he decided to hot dog it, and Don Beebe knocked the ball out, and Leon Lett was forever cursed. Is that worse than the time that Mark Sanchez, middle name Dirty, took a handoff at the line of scrimmage, ran into a butt, and fumbled? Leon Lett versus the butt fumble. Ass family. Who ya got? Back and forth, people. Man, things 
right up. This is anybody's matchup. This is a tough one. I need another vote. We, we have no winner yet? Oh, my gosh. We have no winner yet. Who will it be? Will it be Leon Lett? It is Leon Lett! Leon Lett! Leon Lett moves on! Leon Lett! And now Leon will face off against the winner of this matchup right here, right now. Nolan Ryan kicking Robin Ventura's ass or Pete Rose taking out Ray Fossey. I mean, that's a tough one. Nolan versus Robin, Pete Rose, ass family. Who ya got? getting his ass kicked has made it to the finals. And now the finals are set. Between Leon Lett's gigantic fumble in the Super Bowl to the gigantic mistake made by Robin Ventura in charging the mound against Nolan Ryan. Ask family, I simply ask you the simple question. Who you got? Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Banana phone, I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Ask family, we have a winner. The of the Mount Rushmore of sports not-so-highlights is Nolan Ryan whooping Robin Ventura's ass. Leon Lett, uh, the fumble is up there, the butt fumble, and Pete Rose taking out Ray Fossey is your final count or final final uh, stats are here. There you go. That is it. Ass family, we have done it. We have done yet another show. 
And we will be back again tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. We got listener mail coming up. So, uh, and by the way, by the way, if you have any good ideas for the next Mount Rushmore on Friday, please let me know what you got. Uh, remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in it. So until tomorrow, you'll have a fantastic Monday. And adios, everybody. <laughs>
I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.